This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. NTL Now is also made possible by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility in Troy. See them today for your brace and mobility needs for the injured athlete in your family. And by Mansfield University. See your future at Mansfield University by going online at mansfield.edu. Now let's join the hosts of NTL Now, along with Joe Carrion, here's Shane Wilbur. It's another week for the Northern Tier League Now podcast, and it is time to get another episode underway. Shane Wolber, glad to be back with you here this week, and of course, uh, ready to go because we've got a jam-packed episode, a lot to cover because we've got a lot in girls' boys' basketball action, plus, of course, uh, the postseason wrestling season is underway. We've got some sectionals action to recap from last week, and of course, give you a quick preview on what's coming up this week as far as District 4 wrestling goes as well. But before we dive into all of that, uh, again, first want to pass out congratulations to both the Athens girls and boys basketball teams. That's right. We had the NTL showcase over the weekend. The NTL, uh, you know, putting on the big showcase that they've done now for the last uh, few seasons and the Athens girls and boys coming away as champions of this year's showcases. Of course, the uh, Athens Lady Wildcats, uh, upending the Tawanda Lady Black Knights as they win that season series uh, two games to one uh, over the Black Knights and then of course the Athens boys overcoming what was a valiant effort by Troy's Ty Barrett. I mean, that's something you just cannot overlook. I mean, Ty Barrett for the Trojans scoring 45 in the losing effort. I mean, to score 45 and still lose just says a lot about kind of the night you are having uh, as an individual player. And uh, give credit to Ty Barrett for just uh, pouring everything he had into that one. But uh, give even more credit out of the Athens boys basketball team for being able to uh, withstand that and still come away as the NTL boys showcase champion. So uh, congratulations going out uh, to the Athens Wildcats for uh, sweeping the showcase this season. Also, uh, before we get into uh, more of the sports discussion this week, as far as the district playoff previews and everything else, well, uh, first, you know, want to uh, quickly give you a heads up on uh, some good fundraisers still to come here in the uh, Northern Tier League here over the next couple of weeks, uh, especially, you know, coming up this Saturday, the Troy Trojan Track and Field Squad still gearing up uh, for their big uh, cornhole fundraiser. That's coming up this Saturday out at Bradley Hall in Columbia Crossroads. If you're interested in that, uh, get a hold of the coaching staff for the Trojans. They're going to do $20 per person, $40 per team. Uh, bags fly out at Bradley Hall starting at 1 o'clock this Saturday. I think they're going to have some other great raffles too, you know, for like cornhole boards and some other great things as well but uh, if you're interested in that yes get a hold of the uh, Troy coaching staff or check out uh, the guys at 673 Cornhole on Facebook give their page a like and they'll be sure to make sure that uh, you know you get uh, all the information you need for that also uh, coming up uh, not this week but next week I believe it's uh, next Thursday night uh, February the 27th the Troy Trojan uh, Lady Trojans uh, will be holding a spaghetti dinner that's right, the uh, Lady Trojans Basketball uh, Booster Club. They're going to be hosting a spaghetti dinner uh, up at the Troy Vets Club uh, coming up on February the 27th. They're going to do that from 5 to 8 p.m. Takeouts will be available, so go ahead and uh, you know come on out, support Lady uh, Trojans Basketball. Of course, this booster club helps support not only the high school team, but also uh, provides funding for uh, uh, the elementary team as well. So it pretty much... Uh, finances uh, K through 12 in Lady Trojans basketball. So just want to uh, make sure we get that out there for you as well uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, some area fundraisers too. And of course, you know, like I've said uh, momentarily from time to time here on the podcast, remember, 
any team out there, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, winter sports, fall sports, uh, spring sports, whatever, you know, if you're doing a fundraiser, hey, make sure uh, your coaching staff, your booster club or whatever, you know, drops us a line uh, on our Facebook page and uh, gives us a detailed uh, information about it, you know, maybe even a poster or something like that. Just let us know. Hey, you know, gladly, we'll uh, definitely uh, promote any kind of fundraiser any of our teams are having here in the Northern Tier League because, hey, you know, anytime a team gets a chance to raise some funds, you know, maybe gets uh, a chance to maybe go on you know some spring training trips or something like that hey any chance like that we'll definitely uh, promote you and make sure that uh, we get an opportunity to allow you to get some good fundraising in so yes never forget that uh, we do do promotions uh, of fundraisers here on the podcast as well also of course you know this week I mean it is jam-packed now you might be saying man this podcast is out early this week well I'm telling you it is out early this week and not because I wanted it to be be that way. If I would have had my way, I would have wanted it to be a little bit later in the week. Unfortunately, this week with district basketball playoffs, my week is jam-packed. I'm going to be on the road every night this week calling basketball games on Wiggle 100. I'll give you a quick update on that schedule coming up a little bit later in the podcast as well. Also, you know, I've got District 4 Wrestling on the horizon on Saturday too. I got to cover. So yes, it's going to be uh, a busy week for me. So yes, had to definitely get this podcast out because one, I've got sponsors who uh, love making sure that uh, you know their sponsorship is uh, being done in a very uh, timely manner and well-placed manner. And two, I know there's a lot of folks out there who enjoy the podcast every week, so I didn't want to have to listen to like Wednesday or Thursday. Man, when's your podcast coming out? And uh, we're looking forward to it, and I'm just like, ugh, you know, I'm dragging. I don't really have the time to do it, so I just figured, you know what? I've got Monday to be able to do this, so hey, this is what I'm doing, so I'm going to get this out there for you. All right, so coming up here in just a little bit, because I'm going to step aside here a moment, thank our good friends from Circle W Sports, but coming up here in just a short, we're going to dive into the girl. Girls basketball and boys basketball district brackets. We're going to give you all the matchups on that. I'll let you know what's coming up on Wiggle 100 as well. So stick around, hang out, go grab yourself a quick soda or something and uh, get right back here and enjoy or take the podcast with you, you know, on your phone, your earbuds, whatever. But regardless, come back because it's a girls and boys basketball district bracket preview coming up. That's after this quick timeout from Circle W Sports right here on the NTL Now podcast. Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It links highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. You can follow the NTL Now podcast on social media. Follow NTL Now on Facebook by searching NTL Now Podcast and on Twitter by following at NTL Now. That's right. Make sure you are following the Northern Tier League on any one of their social media platforms. And along with the Northern Tier League, make sure you're following the NTL Now podcast as well. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook. Just search NTL Now podcast. Give us a like. And of course, uh, also, you know, you can uh, follow us via Twitter, too, at NTL Now. And then, of course, uh, on Instagram as well, NTL Now podcast. So any platform that uh, you wish to follow us, I'd prefer all three because, hey, we got to get those likes up man we got to get the likes up we got to get the follows up regardless you know let us know uh any which way you want you know because i love listener feedback and of course uh, you know my partner from time to time when he's uh, available joe carry on you know we love uh getting listener feedback as well and well we just want this podcast to uh keep growing as much as possible so yes definitely get on the social media platforms give us any kind of feedback you want and uh, hey start rating the podcast as well you know on the uh, facebook page uh that'll be uh, great to have as well. Okay, anyway, let's uh, dive into some District 4 basketball discussion because, well, the brackets finally came out over this past weekend and all of the matchups are set. Some area teams are going to be in action this week, uh, some later than others as uh, some teams have actually uh, drawn some buys, so we've got uh, that to discuss, plus some other uh, matchups as well, plus I'll give you the radio schedule as well. That's all coming up too, and of course, uh, you know, this podcast this week 
week will not be without interview. That's right, because uh, coming up here in just a little bit, uh, I've actually had the opportunity to sit down and talk with Athens Lady Wildcats coach Brian Miller. So, yes, big thanks to Coach Miller for sitting in this week and uh, giving us his thoughts on the Lady Wildcats as they get ready for their big district matchup with Montoursville. And uh, we'll get some insight on that coming up in just a little bit. But first, let's dive into some boys basketball discussion here as the District 4 brackets are released. Let's go to the Class A bracket here in boys basketball for this upcoming week here. We'll focus on some Northern Tier League teams, obviously, uh, being the podcast of the Northern Tier. North Penn Liberty, Coach Litzelman and the Mounties. Hey, congratulations to them. They draw the top seed in the District 4 Class A bracket, so congratulations to the Mounties. They actually will have a bye into the semifinal round where North Penn Liberty will await the winner of Northumberland Christian and Bucktail. Those two teams playing uh, on Tuesday night. That'll be a 7.30 matchup at Northumberland Christian, so North Penn Liberty, uh, the top seed in Class A, and they are awaiting uh, their next opponent. Now, on the radio side uh, this week, I'm actually going to be covering the third seed in this bracket. The Sullivan County Griffins on the boys' side, they are going to be at home taking on Lords Regional, of course. Uh, so Sullivan County, they're going to be at home with Lords Regional, 7.30 start time for that. That's going to be my radio game uh, coming up tomorrow night. Well, Tuesday night, I should say. Yes, tomorrow night, too. So, yes, that'll be uh, my game coming up here. Uh, on the radio side uh, to start off district playoff action uh, and actually before that uh, I'll have the uh, girls game as well as both Sullivan County boys and girls going to be home on Tuesday night uh, taking on Lords Regional so it'll be a 6 and 7.30 game uh, on Wiggle 100 coming up uh, in the district playoffs Tuesday night. Okay so that right there covers the Class A bracket let's go to the Class AA bracket. Congratulations going out to the Y Losing Rams. That's right the Rams. Your top C in Class AA. They are going to be home on Wednesday night. They've got a 7 o'clock game with 8th seeded South Williamsport, so the Rams get a chance to play at home in front of their home crowd. Uh, Wiggle 100, well, we're going to be covering the 4-5 matchup in this bracket on Wednesday night as Northeast Bradford will host Canton. So yes, the Panthers and the Warriors Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. That'll be on Wiggle 100. Winner of that game will play Wyloosing in the district semifinals or or South Williamsport, whoever ends up coming away the winner, but the potential for uh, some more NTL action in the Class AA bracket. So you've got Wyloosing as the one seed, taking on South Williamsport, the eight. Northeast Bradford, the four, taking on Canton, the five. Uh, winners of those games will play on, so uh, who knows? Like I said, maybe we get uh, an NTL semifinal. Uh, in the AA bracket. Also in the Northern Tier League in the AA bracket, the Sarah Redskins. They are the sixth seed in the AA bracket. They are actually going to be on the road Wednesday night taking on third-seeded Millville. So the Quakers, the third seed of Class AA. Sarah will be at Millville Wednesday night. That'll be a 7.30 tip-off uh, at Millville on Wednesday. So for all you Redskin fans out there, you will be traveling to Millville to uh, support your Redskins coming up on Wednesday night. All right, let's go to the AAA bracket, shall we? And in the AAA bracket, there is more NTL representation, starting with the top-seeded Loyal Sock Lancers. They are going to be taking on the eighth-seeded North Penn Mansfield Tigers. That's right, the Tigers, one of the hottest teams in the league coming down the stretch. You know, those two big wins over Troy and Athens uh, in that final week of the regular season. Now North Penn Mansfield, they've got to go on the road, try and avenge uh, a loss to Loyal Sock at the beginning of the season. Very tough task, though, coming up here for the Tigers. Loyal Sock, the top seed. I believe they are uh, 20-game winners. Uh, in District 4, so uh, a very stout Lancer team as the top seed, but I know Coach Burley will have the Tigers ready to go for that showdown in the AAA bracket. Now, Thursday night, uh, let's see here. Actually, you know, I should say North Penn, Mansfield, and Loyal Sock. That'll be Friday night, uh, the 21st, 7.30 at Loyal Sock. Okay, so just to recap there, Loyal Sock, North Penn, Mansfield, that'll be a Friday night game, 7.30 at Loyal Sock. Alright, now, let's move ahead here in the 4-5 
live matchup. This will be Thursday night, uh, February the 20th, 7 o'clock showdown. 4-5 matchup is the Hughesville Spartans hosting the Troy Trojans. Now, this will also be a Wiggle 100 game coming up uh, this week in the District 4 playoffs. So you've got Hughesville and Troy, the 4-5 matchup, Thursday night, February the 20th, 7 o'clock. I'll have that for you coming up on Wiggle 100. Now, other NTL representation here in the AAA bracket, the Wellsboro Green Hornets. That's right, the Hornets, they are the seventh seed of the Class AAA bracket. They will be on the road Thursday night, February the 20th, 7 o'clock. They will be playing at the second-seeded Central Columbia Blue Jays. So for all you Wellsboro fans, get ready for a road trip as you'll be heading to Central Columbia to tussle with the Blue Jays. Now let's go to the Quad A bracket. That's right, in the Quad A bracket, this is where uh, the Athens Wildcats will sit. Uh, the Athens Wildcats in the Quad A bracket, they are going to be taking on the fourth-seeded Lewisburg Green Dragons. So the Wildcats on the road as the fifth seed playing at Lewisburg uh, this coming Friday night. That'll be a 7 o'clock showdown against the Green Dragons. Almost deja vu as far as uh, the road trip goes for the Wildcats. Last year, they found themselves on the road going to Mifflinburg. This year, they find themselves uh, on the road going to Lewisburg, but yes, it'll be Athens at Lewisburg. That'll be Friday night uh, coming up at 7 o'clock. So for all you Wildcats fans, uh, get ready for yet another road trip this year as you will be heading down to tussle with the Green Dragons this year on the road in the District 4 playoffs. So that is the boys' side of things in the District 4 uh, bracket as far as uh, the opening round matchups go. Let's now head on to the girls' side, shall we, where we will start in the Class A bracket where Northeast Bradford, the Lady Panthers, congratulations to them. They are the top seed of the girls' Class A bracket. They will now have a first-round bye into the semifinals where Northeast Bradford will wait on the winners of Northumberland Christian as the four seed and Benton as the five seed. Now, this 4-5 matchup will take place tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, so Northeast Bradford more than likely probably going to have their semifinal matchup either Friday, maybe Saturday uh, later this this week, so we'll keep an eye on that. As I said a little bit earlier, I'm going to be covering the 2-7 matchup in this bracket as I will have the Sullivan County girls at home uh, Tuesday night taking on the uh, Lord's Regional Squad. That'll be a 6 o'clock tip-off on Wiggle 100. So, uh, yes, uh, be tuned in for that uh, if you are curious to see uh, you know how this bracket's going to shake out. More than likely, though, you know, just kind of judging how the season's gone on, I definitely expect this one to go to a Northeast Bradford-Sullivan County District 4 Championship. Uh, I know you have to play the game, but seeing how both of these teams have played, I mean, as long as both teams uh, come to play and are ready to go, the top two seeds in this one should meet uh, for the Class A title. All right, let's go to the double-A bracket, shall we, where there is some good NDL representation here. Let's go to first the 4-5 matchup. That's right, you've got the Lady Tigers from North Penn Mansfield. That's right, they are in the 4-5 matchup, getting ready to take on a very stout Lady Indians team from Muncie. This is one of the more improved teams in District 4 uh, Class AA as far as girls basketball goes. I know uh, you know watching uh, this Muncie team from uh, a couple of years now that they've uh, you know got a very good program and uh, they'll be coming to Mansfield to take on the Lady Tigers. That'll be a 7 o'clock tip-off uh, Tuesday night over at North Penn Mansfield. So the Lady Tigers get some home cooking as they get to host Muncie coming up on Tuesday. Also in the Class AA bracket for girls basketball action, Tuesday Tuesday night, the Canton Lady Warriors. That's right. The Lady Warriors, they are going to be on the road taking on South Williamsport. That'll be a 7 o'clock tip-off. Uh, coming up Tuesday night. So, uh, Lady Warrior fans, uh, you will be on the road heading to South Williamsport for a game on Tuesday. Now, if Canton is uh, able to be successful in that one in advance on, they more they will take on the winner of uh, Southern Columbia and Montgomery, who also play uh, tomorrow night. So, that's where that bracket's shaping up. On to the AAA bracket where more NTL teams sit. It will be the eighth-seeded Wellsboro Lady Hornets. Okay, so you've got the Lady Hornets of Wellsboro heading to Loyal Sock to take on the top-seeded Lancers in what will be now, uh, as I see the brackets, a double header on Friday night. So this is where it's going to shape out now. So you've got the Wellsboro Lady Hornets taking on the Lady Lancers 
Lancers of Loyal Sock Friday night at 6 o'clock. And then, of course, uh, in boys' action, you'll have Loyal Sock and North Penn Mansfield in boys' action uh, at 7.30 there. So Loyal Sock getting a doubleheader to host on Friday night there. Now, in other girls' AAA action, you've got the Tawanda Lady Black Knights. That's right, at home as they get to host the Lady Blue Jays of Central Columbia. That'll be Friday night as well at 7 o'clock. Uh, down in Tawanda. So the Black Knights getting a chance to host in uh, District 4 basketball action. And those are the only teams in the Class AAA bracket here for the NTL. Now, of course, we go to the Quad A bracket now where Danville will actually be the top seed in the Class uh, Quad A bracket, but the Athens Lady Wildcats, they are the number two seed for the Class Quad A bracket this season. They will host the seventh-seeded Montoursville Lady Warriors. That'll be coming up on Thursday night, February the 20th. That'll be a 7 o'clock game that the Lady Wildcats will be able to host in front of their home crowd. But let's get some different insight from this one as we are joined now by head coach Brian Miller of the Athens Lady Wildcats here on the NTL Now podcast and coach Miller thanks for taking some time to join us this week. Well, thanks for having me. Coach, it's uh, been kind of a, a solid season for the Lady Wildcats, and of course, uh, congratulations on uh, winning the showcase over this past weekend. Thank you very much. We've had, uh, you know, starting the year out, we uh, we knew we had some games on our schedule that, that could make or break our season, and, you know, and now that the regular season's all done and the showdown, you know, we you know, we finished tied with Tawanda for the for the large school and lost in a tiebreaker and then we got a you know a little redemption in the in the showdown championship against them so you know to finish 20 and 4 is is quite an accomplishment for this group and I'm I'm really proud of them. So now that this uh season has gone from the regular season to the postseason, uh talk a little bit about your team and you know the improvements they've made, you know, from the start until now. Like what is it that has really impressed you about this group? I would say both both ends of the floor. I mean, offensively, you know, we've really learned to play, you know, learn to play with each other and, and know each other's strengths and weaknesses. And we, we we run our sets very well in the half court man. Um, and, and when teams play a zone, you know, we have a lot of shooters and we spread the ball around and we can spread people out with our big people. And uh, they've really learned to play with uh, together on the offensive end and, and, and really trust each other. And on the defensive end, you know, they they keep improving every day and. And, and they have the same philosophy that I do that you know defense wins games and you know we want to we want to limit team shots and you know uh, rebound the basketball on the defensive end and you know they've they've really bought into what what we've been what we've been you know preaching all year long is you know play good half court man defense and you know limit team shots and you know run a good run a good half court offense and get get the high percentage shot and fortunately for us we've you know executed down the stretch in a couple of close games and, and those two. Uh, those two philosophies have, have come have come through with wins. Obviously, you know, in the regular season, you can kind of tweak a little, experiment a little, but now it's the postseason. Do you feel like you might have to shorten your bench down a little bit, or do you feel like your team's deep enough that you can trust who's ever out there on the floor, uh, you know, with this squad? Yeah, we've, we've pretty much played seven kids all year long, but we can go a little bit deeper if we need to. And, you know, I, I trust, you know, I trust our bench. We have 11 girls on, 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 the, on the team, and you know, I, I feel very comfortable. You know, going down to nine. You know, in a close contest, we have some. We have a couple of girls that can come off the bench. You know, in those positions and give us. You know, especially the the defense and we won't miss a step that way. So I feel pretty confident in that. So what about playing in the league this year? You feels like uh, has prepared your team best. Uh, for the upcoming postseason, I mean, has it been a, a good combination of teams with size, you know, teams with speed? I mean, what is it really that has stood out this year to you in the league that uh, you think is going to prepare you best for this upcoming postseason? Yeah, I think I think you hit the, no, the nose on the head there. It's variety. I mean, Tawanda is so big and athletic, and you know they want to they want to trap you and push the ball down the floor. And you know, Mansfield wants to you know play a a trapping type zone. They want to press and run. And you know, Northeast is, is kind of like a mirror of us. They they pretty much run, you know, play half court man-to-man defense, and they want to run some sets. And, and uh, so we've, we've faced a variety of teams, you know, this year that have, that have prepared us, and uh, I, I think we're in a good place right now. Talk about your team a little bit here. I mean, it, it's a team that you know I have not had a chance to see much. I've been more, you know, on the wrestling side, the boys' basketball side, kind of, uh, you know, from an outside perspective looking in. Uh, you know, talk about you know some of your players who have really uh, helped make this team go this year. Well, I mean, we're, our point guard is Avery Priester. You know, she's she's been a three-year starter, um, and and she is a, a pure point guard. You know, she she thinks you know 
um, run the offense, find the open person uh, uh, first, and, and she's one of our best defenders as well. So um, we start with her, and then we have you know two two or three shooting guards, um, Kaylee Miller and Haley Berry and Megan Collins. Um, those you know two of those three are on the floor at all times, and you know they really can shoot it. Uh, Haley Berry is a really good penetrator as well. Um, Rachel Stevens plays a lot of the four position for us, and she's a really good interior defender. Um, and, she, and she's usually outsized at that four position, but you know she's such a she's so smart, you know, getting loose balls and, and boxing out and using her body that you know she's a, she's an asset on the floor. And then Cadence Mossick is our center, and she gives teams a lot of problems because she's so you know she's five eleven, and she's so athletic and run up and down the floor and score in transition and you know finish around the rim. And um, Cassie Peterson off the bench is, is a is a is a problem for people because she's uh, you know. A three or a four position, and she can you know shoot the basketball. She take you out the dribble, and you know she gives us a little scoring off the bench um, when she when she fills in for Rachel Stevens at that position. So now you know you've got Montoursville, your next uh, opponent up uh, in the district for opening round. That'll come up on Thursday night. You get Montoursville at home, uh, a team obviously you know that you, you're not uh, very familiar with. I mean, this is a team that comes in out of the Heartland Conference. You play the majority of your games uh, in the Northern Tier League. I mean, how do you prepare, uh, you know, for a team that you know you really know very little about, and a team that uh, you know virtually plays uh, a very you know tough schedule in the Heartland, and uh, record can be deceived. Yeah, so I told the girls, first of all, don't don't look at their record because they play in the Heartland, you know, and I named the teams they played on their schedule. I said, so those teams are very good, so, you know, um, don't, don't look at their records. Uh, we have them on tape against two different uh, teams, so uh, I spent a lot of time the last couple, the last two days watching them, and we'll watch them together as a team tomorrow, and I think I think with, once my team sees them, you know, on the video screen, they're, they're, they'll, you know, the respect will come through and that they'll get that record out of their mind that, oh, boy, this team is pretty athletic and, you know, they have a couple of good ball players that can really shoot the ball from the perimeter and, and you know, we got to come ready to play. So um, no matter how much you tell kids that, I, I think it's hard until they actually see it for themselves. So uh, hopefully when we watch video tomorrow, a little bit of practice that uh, that'll sink in that we, we better bring our A game because if, if not, it could be a short district uh, season. Now, when you see, you know, a team like Montoursville and, you know, you see their athleticism on tape and of course, you know, you do play a lot of your games, you know, in the Northern Tier League. But I mean, Athens as a whole, you know, you guys get put in the quad A bracket. I mean, is there a part of you that wishes, you know, you had a little flexibility in your schedule to go out and maybe, you know, get a Heartland team or two just to give your team a different look in the regular season? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, you, you obviously try to schedule... Um, non-conference games based on the strength of your team um, and I know the year before um, two years ago when my daughter was a freshman she's a junior now um, they had a really tough non-conference game they had Chimokin our Lord, Chimokin Lords and Williamsport and you know, Montoursville and you know, they, they got beat up pretty good so uh, we dropped a lot of those schools last year um, and we picked up some other teams and, that, and then of course it was a two, and so we didn't get the chance to play some of those teams this year so um Sometimes playing that tough out of conference schedule prepares you for the postseason. Sometimes, sometimes it beats you up. So um, I think that uh, we're in a good spot health wise, and we've, we've played a lot of good teams in the NTL and. and and out, and I think we're I think we're ready to go. You have Montoursville, you know, in your sights. You've had some time to look at them on film. I mean, what is it about them that uh, you think might pose your team some problems? Well, just their length. I mean, they they have some athletic kids. Um, all the way from their point guard, who's you know she seems pretty small and fast, all the way to, all the way to their center with you know uh, they have some some length there um, in the zone they play could give us some problems if we don't take care of the ball and and you know be, the, be at the right spots at the right time and you know use our ball fakes and 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 make the, the correct passes. We need to uh, we need to execute the offensive end, not give them easy transition baskets. And we've we've emphasized that all year long. We're, you know we're never going to be play a perfect game. On the offensive end, we got to execute. Uh, we're going to turn the basketball over, but let's not turn it over for transition baskets the other way. You know, we're turning the ball over a half court. It's most likely going to be a layup or a three-point play for them. So um, let's limit those those easy baskets for teams. What is a message you deliver to your team just to kind of calm the nerves? You know, knowing that you know they are going to be at home. You know, and you do feel a little bit of a pressure uh, situation playing in front of your home crowd. Yeah, absolutely. You know. I, I told the girls this uh, you know, all year long. We, we only go through life once. Let's let's play every single game like it could be our last, and enjoy each other. 
Um, the more we win, the more the more accolades we get from you know we get you know podcast calls from guys like you and reporters are interviewing us after games and TV stations and and that's all great because we have worked really hard and we've earned it and you know let's let's take one game at a time and if we beat Montoursville on on Thursday we're guaranteed two more games together and you know to create some more experiences for these girls in high school and that's what it's all about is is, is working hard as a team and creating experiences for high school and they'll, they'll hopefully build memories that they can talk about when they get old like you and me. <laughs> well, you know, that's uh, definitely a good way to put it. And, uh, you know, coach, it sounds like, you know, you've got uh, a good uh, start on the studying for uh, this Montoursville matchup coming up on Thursday night. So I will uh, leave you now so you can go into your uh, video vault and get ready to uh, study more Warriors film. And uh, good luck to you and the Lady Wildcats as you get ready for your Thursday night showdown. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much for interviewing me. At Mansfield University, newly reduced tuition and housing rates make a great education even more affordable. Plus, small class sizes give you the value of a personalized education, rather than being just a number at a large university. Live the sweet life in Mansfield's on-campus residence halls, rated among the best in Pennsylvania. Learn more about how an affordable education at Mansfield University can benefit you at mansfield.edu. Endless Mountain Brace Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570 297 2993. That's 570 297 2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. Welcome back here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast. And yes, again, a big thank you to all the great sponsors here on the podcast. Uh, Circle W Sports, Mansfield University, Endless Mountains, Brace and Mobility. Those you have heard here on the podcast now uh, for the last few weeks. And of course, uh, you know, without them, uh, a podcast like this is just not possible. So again, remember, if you happen to venture into any of these businesses, make sure you do uh, say thank you, not only uh, for being a a great community member, but also a great sponsor here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast. Okay, so again, a big congratulations to the Athens Lady Wildcats and Coach Miller on their NTL showcase victory over this past weekend. And uh, thanks again to Coach Miller for joining us here on the podcast this week. Man, a great sit down and always uh, enjoy having coaches here on the podcast this uh, season as well. But now it is time to take that transition and head on into some District 4 wrestling talk. That's right. And when we start with the District 4 wrestling talk this week, hey, we got some sectionals action to recap from this past weekend. I mean, it was a great day at the North Sectional this past Saturday, taking in all of the uh, wrestling action there at the North Sectional Tournament. And of course, uh, you know, it was a day uh, filled with not a lot of upsets. I mean, the uh, brackets for the most part, I felt like uh, went uh, pretty much the way they were expected to. You know, there were uh, some shocking moments there at the uh, North Sectional Tournament, but for the most part, I think uh, when all was said and done, uh, pretty much everybody who was expected uh, to be at the District 4 tournament this week uh, found themselves uh, on their way uh, to the District tournament this week. Now, of course, let's uh, just quickly get into uh, some of the uh, champions uh, from this past uh, Saturday. Of course, in the 106th bracket uh, this weekend, you had Isaac Landis of Canton. Man, what a battle he put on uh, in the championship finals as he avenges two previous losses this season to Seth Seymour of Troy. Landis gets the 7-4 victory as he claims the North Sectional Championship. Seymour, of course, the runner-up. Jacob Courtney of Athens in third. And, of course, uh, Aiden Sprague of Williamson. I mean, you know, we don't talk a lot uh, about Williamson this year uh, a lot, but, you know, they actually sent three wrestlers uh, to the District 4 tournament this weekend. So, Williamson getting their just due on the wrestling mat. And, hey, kudos to Aiden Sprague. He actually upended uh, second-seeded 
Roger Learn in the uh, Consolation Semifinals. So uh, congratulations to Sprague as he heads on to the District 4 Tournament. On to the 113-pound bracket. No real surprise there as uh, Athens' Gavin Bradley comes away as the champion. Canton's Bailey Ferguson uh, finishing second. Tyler Holly of uh, Tawanda. Uh, in the third spot, and uh, Garverick from uh, North Penn Liberty placing fourth. In the 120-pound bracket, of course, defending state champion Sheldon Seymour as your uh, defending sectional champion. He claims his fourth North sectional title. Liam Goodrich of Jersey Shore placing second. Uh, Hunter Manahan of Wyalusing placing third. And uh, Caden Setzer of Athens, or excuse me, no, Hunter Manahan was uh, fourth. Uh, Caden Setzer of Athens placing third uh, with the overtime win there at 120 pounds. Now on to 126 pounds, where Wyalusing's Nick Woodruff would claim the North Sectional Championship. He would win 5-3 over Jersey Shore's Gabe Andrus. Aiden Garcia of Athens would be third. Patriot June of North Penn Liberty would place fourth. On to the 132-pound bracket, where Canton's Hayden Ward would make the second of five North Sectional Champions for the Warriors. Ward gets the 334 fall of Skyler Manahan of Wyalusing, who places second. It would be Wyatt Delameter of Tawanda finishing third, and then Jacob Burgess of Sayre placing fourth at 132 pounds. On to 138 pounds. Here, here was a bracket, I should say, that uh, you know wasn't a shock, but more of uh, kind of a surprise in how it went down. Uh, Corblin, Colburn Nolan of Wyalusing, your 138-pound champion. And man, did he come to wrestle on Saturday night as he gave Riley Parker everything he wanted and more in that 138-pound final. Now, Parker had actually earned and owned a uh, victory over Nolan earlier in the season during the Canton-Wyalusing dual meet, but Colburn Nolan came out and he had a wonderful third period to be able to make a one nothing lead stand as Nolan Nolan comes out and wins the North sectional title at 138 pounds. Canton's Riley Parker finishes second. It would be Skylar Allen of Tawanda third. Jaden Renzo of Troy placing in the fourth spot. On to 145 pounds. No surprise here as Nate Higley of Sullivan County earns his 101st career victory. He downs Evan Johnson of Tawanda. Carter Rude uh, would also be uh, an advancer in this bracket as he would place fourth as Gabe Packer of Jersey Shore would defeat him in the consolation uh, final to advance on as the third seed. So Higley, Johnson, Packer, and Rude, your top four at 145. On to 152, where Wyalusing's Logan Newton would come away as a champion as Newton would pick up a 159 fall over the Sarah Redskins' Jacob Bennett. Colton Ammerman of Sullivan County would also advance on as he picks up a 6-4 win over Zach Stafersky from Athens uh, to advance in that bracket. 160 pounds, it was Bryant Green of Tawanda. Now, Green came into this bracket uh, not very heavily seated. Of course, uh, Green had been dealing with some injuries this season, hadn't really had a chance to put up a lot of matches, but Green comes in in uh, one of the early pigtail bouts, would then upset Hayden Packer, the top seed out of Jersey Shore. Green would go on to the final. He would win 4-2 in sudden victory over Troy's Jacob Turner. So, Green and Turner on to the district tournament next week, and then Hayden Packer would come away as the third seed as he would top Northeast Bradford's uh, Jack Shumway. Uh, by fall in the consolation final at 160. On to 170 pounds where Timmy Ward of Canton would be the Warriors third sectional uh, champion as Ward would defeat Herm Harney of Sullivan County in the uh, 170 pound final by fall on to the uh, consolation final where Tawanda's Will Bowen would defeat Troy's Mason Woodward 4-3 to advance to districts next week. 182 pound final. Congratulations going out out to Alex West of Athens. West uh, defeated Canton's uh, Derek Athertonili by a score of 5-3 to three in sudden victory. Troy's Ed Cole would come away as the uh, third place winner in that bracket, defeating Wyalusing Zach Schaefer by a score of 12-4 to four at 182 pounds. 195 pounds. Uh, Canton's Garrett Storch with a tech fall 16-0 victory over uh, Clay Watkins of Tawanda to be the 195 pounds 
sectional champion Ben Pernicelli of Athens uh, finishing third as uh, he would defeat uh, Williamson's Mikey Sips in that 195-pound consolation final. On to 220 pounds where Canton's Trevor Williams probably uh, maybe the most shocking win of the championship finals as Williams would come away with the 3-2 win. I was curious to see how Williams would wrestle in this tournament. I'll tell you what, uh, you know, he, he looked like he was in a little bit of a battle in the semifinal with uh, Cade Satellinano of uh, Williamson, and uh, Williams somehow found a way to get a 3-1 victory in that action. And then, of course, in the championship final, he would wrestle to a 3-2 victory over Jackson Chilson. And I'll tell you what, uh, Williams had to battle in that one. The late takedown he got with about 18 seconds left in the third period to go up 3-1. And then, of course, you know he would take a stalling point uh, towards the end. But still, for Williams to pick up that 3-2 win, be able to go into the district tournament this week as the North sectional champion, give himself a little bit of a by uh, at the district tournament. That's huge for Williams, and uh, we'll see how this uh, fares out for him uh, when we preview the district brackets coming up here in just a little bit. But yes, Trevor Williams of Canton, your uh, fifth and final Canton Warrior champion, as the uh, Warriors would have five sectional champions on this night. But Williams would place first at 220. Jackson Chilson of Y. Lusing would place second. Sadalano of Williamson would place third. Alex Perez of Tawanda placing fourth at 220 pounds and at 285 pounds. Congratulations to Northeast Bradford's Dawson Brown as Brown would pick up a fall over Athens Keegan Brond in the championship final. It would be uh, Aaron Hurlt of Tawanda placing third and Logan Chaplowski of North Penn Liberty placing in the fourth spot but all of those guys all advancing on to the District 4 tournament uh, coming up this Saturday at the Magic Dome in Williamsport. Now overall, you know, it was a great tournament. Uh, there was a lot of excitement in uh, a lot of the uh, weight brackets. Now if there was uh, some things, you know, that uh, you can take away from this uh, tournament, I would say this. Uh, like I was mentioning earlier, uh, kudos to Williamson. You know, they get uh, three guys on to the District 4 tournament uh, next week. Also, uh, you know, congratulations to the Canton Warriors. You know, they get their five uh, team or they get their five uh, sectional champions. Also come away with a team title as well from the North Sectional Tournament. So definitely uh, congratulations to them. But I'll tell you something that stood out to me uh, at this North Sectional Tournament because I had not had a chance yet to see him uh, in person. Logan Newton of Wyalusing. Now, you know, sometimes during the season, I like to see uh, who I think uh, can measure up, who I think, uh, you know, has a good chance of uh, really making a big tournament run uh, in the postseason. I had not yet seen Logan Newton this season. And I'll tell you what, after seeing him at the sectional tournament this past weekend, man, does he look all the part of a solid 152-pounder. And I got to tell you, I think he is poised uh, for a very good postseason run here coming up uh, even into the district tournament. Now, 152 pounds. Yes, it's going to have you know a, a bracket full of quality contenders. I don't necessarily think 152 pounds is going to be that bracket that is absolutely uh, loaded with studs uh, at the district tournament, but uh, you know we'll get into that more coming up here in just a little bit as you know we transition here away from the sectional tournament and get ready to uh, partition on into the uh, district four uh, bracket segment here because uh, those district four brackets just coming out here uh, yesterday so definitely good to see uh, some of the seeding coming out uh, for those brackets, of course. Uh, Isaac Landis uh, of the Canton Warriors, you know, he's going to be seated in there at the 106-pound bracket uh, as the second seed in the north, uh, or from the north, rather, but uh, as the second seed for the district bracket. Now, of course, uh, as you see uh, these brackets come out, uh, it's always interesting to see, you know, where uh, some of the other kids in this bracket get put. Now, for Isaac Landis, uh, he got the, the second seed, but uh, a very tough draw 
could be uh, in his uh, first matchup of the night as Benton's Ethan Kolb uh, sits right there in the uh, preliminary match that uh, will wrestle into Landis. So Landis, even though as the two seed there, as the uh, you know North sectional champion, uh, he could face a very tough Ethan Kolb coming up here uh, in the early goings. Now looking up uh, at the top end of the bracket, uh, Seth Seymour and Jacob Courtney uh, both sit up there on the top end uh, of the bracket. So, I mean, they've got uh, some tough draws as well. Seth Seymour actually going to be uh, up against Brandon Wenzel of Montoursville. I mean, Brandon Wenzel came into this uh, postseason as, uh, you know, a top three kid in the state at 106 pounds. You know, in some instances, uh, most uh, thought of him, you know, as the top ranked kid in the state from Montoursville. And of course, uh, Cade Wormsberger uh, from Meadowbrook Christian, you know, sitting there at the top of the bracket. He also a top three kid in the state as well. And then, of course, you throw in uh, some of the other studs like uh, Bobby Gardner from South Williamsport, too. I mean, it's a very loaded 106-pound bracket come district. So, folks, get ready. If you are going to the district tournament, you are going to want to have your popcorn ready for 106 pounds. All right, now to 113 pounds for the district bracket. Gavin Bradley, no surprise here. Uh, the sophomore, 31-1 and one on the season. He comes in as the top seed for the District 4 tournament uh, coming up. He's going to have you know his hands full in the uh, top of the bracket. Uh, looks like he might have uh, a matchup coming up with Connor Heckman of Midwest, who has a freshman's 32-4 and four in the semifinals. But, uh, you know, Bradley, I think if he wrestles his match, uh, he should be able to find himself into the championship finals. Now, uh, who he faces uh, could be interesting because both uh, the top seeds on the bottom of the bracket in Caden Wagner of Lewisburg and Scott Johnson of Muncie, both of those kids uh, quality contenders. Of course, Caden Wagner sitting as the third seed. He might get a rematch with Bailey Ferguson of Canton. Of course, uh, Wagner and Ferguson met in district duels. Ferguson, of course, you know, he took uh, some lumps in that matchup. If Ferguson gets a second crack at Wagner, I'll be curious to see, you know, how the freshman responds and uh, how he's going to adjust uh, going up against uh, the sophomore and Caden Wagner from Lewisburg in that one, should they face out. But Bailey Ferguson's first got to contend with Jacob Leonardo from Bloomsburg uh, in that one. All right, let's go to the 120-pound bracket. Now, this one, I think, is going to cause some stirring uh, throughout all sorts of District 4 conversations here as this week goes on because, uh, you know, if you think about this uh, just from the standpoint of accolades, Sheldon Seymour of Troy, you would think, would have been the top seed in this 120-pound bracket. That is not the case. Cole Bisco of Southern Columbia gets the top seed nod at 36-4 and up at the top. Sheldon Seymour of Troy, actually the two seed as a uh, undefeated senior at 29-0. He will be opposed on the same side of the bracket by Benton's Gable Strickland, a 32-1 and junior. Now, other uh, NTL foes here in this uh, bracket. Looks like uh, Hunter Manahan of Wyalusing uh, will take on Blake. Lake Wirt of Line Mountain in a preliminary matchup. Winner of that one will actually contend with uh, Gable Strickland of Benton. So that's where uh, the 120 bracket uh, sits out. Seymour, though, he will get a bye into the quarterfinal round uh, before uh, facing the winner of Chase Crawley and Ethan Zevin of Midwest uh, there at 120 pounds. All right, let's go to 126 pounds where the NTL will have Nicholas Woodruff from Losing Woodruff will actually come in as the two seed. He will have uh, Mifflinburg's Gabe Grambley as the three seed on his side of the bracket. Uh, other NTL competitors in this bracket, uh, Patriot June of North Penn Liberty. He will take on uh, Colton Chapleski of Central Columbia and also uh, in this bracket as well. Uh, looks like those will be the only two NTL kids. Uh, oh, Aiden Garcia, excuse me, of Athens. Uh, he's going to mess up or match up rather with Aiden Steininger of Midwest, who is a 31 and nine record senior uh, in the preliminary matchups as well at 126, 132 pounds here. Hayden Ward will come in as the two seed. He will be uh, locked in 30 and seven uh, as the two seed here. He will have the fourth seeded uh, Kyler Crawford of Milton Milton, a 29 and eight junior uh, this season. He actually dropping down to 
132 uh, from 138 pounds where he wrestled a lot of this season. Uh, other NTL competitors here in this matchup, uh, Noah Hunt of Warrior Run will take on Jacob Burgess of Sare. Wyatt Delameter of Tawanda will take on Southern Columbia's Ian Yoder. And uh, Skylar Manahan of Wyalusing will take on South Williamsport's uh, Gabriel Harvey uh, in preliminary matchup uh, on Friday night. Uh, down at the district tournament. Now, uh, looking back at Ward, he is actually going to have a bye to the quarterfinals where he will take on the winner of Montoursville's uh, James Betkowski and uh, Midwest's Austin Ocker. So that's where the 132-pound bracket goes. All right, let's go to 138 pounds this week where uh, Colburn Nolan of Wyalusing, he will come in as the fourth seed in the 138-pound bracket. Nolan will come in 25-5 and on the season. He will get a bye to the quarterfinals where he will take on the winner of Alex Olberheim and Patrick Edmondson of Southern Columbia. And, of course, uh, some other NTL guys in this bracket. Uh, Skylar Allen of Tawanda will take on Dalton Watt of Bloomsburg. Winner of that one will take on top-seeded Clayton Reed from Mifflinburg and uh, Jaden Renzo of uh, Troy. He will take on uh, Ian Kohler of Lion Mountain who comes in as a 29-12 and 12 junior. If Renzo is able to pull off that win, he would take on second-seeded Luke York of Hughesville. So those are your uh, preliminary and potential quarterfinal round matchups at 138 pounds. Now on to 145 pounds. Of course, as I said, you know, in the uh, postseason of wrestling, sticking with the uh, north section in general, uh, and, of course, uh, coverage area that I will do. Uh, Nate Higley of Sullivan County comes in as the two seed. He is 30-0 and on the season. He will have the winner of Nick Wharton of Bloomsburg and Wolfgang Pearson of Shimokin as Higley will advance on to the quarterfinal round where he will have a bye to there. Now, NTL kids, Carter Rude of Athens, 19-9 uh, and as the sophomore. He will take on Bryce Carl of Line Mountain, who's 26-13 and as a junior. If Rude is able to win that he would then take on uh, Muncie's Mario Barbario who's a senior 25 and 2 on the season in the quarterfinal round matchup uh, Evan Johnson of Tawanda the junior 28 and 9 will take on Southern Columbia's Brandon Gedman uh, Gedman comes in as a junior 26 and 12 uh, at 145 pounds now let's head to 152 pounds you know I was telling you earlier Logan Newton I think he's got a very good shot in this bracket well not only does Logan Newton get a bye to the quarterfinals well also does Jacob Bennett of Sayre so congratulations to those guys both getting a bye to the quarterfinals Newton the senior 30 and 5 on the season he will take on the winner of Jacob Dingus and Maximus Madden in their preliminary round matchup Dingus comes in from Montoursville 18 and 14 on the season Madden 21 and 6 uh, as a sophomore uh, for Shimokin up to uh, Jacob Bennett who will uh, face the winner of either Cody Rakovic from Mifflinburg or Devin Deem of Montgomery. Uh, Deem, the sophomore, 25-7. and seven. He has been a very stout District 4 competitor this year. Uh, Devin Deem actually uh, with a couple of wins over Muncie's Christian Good, who will actually take on uh, Sullivan County's Colton Ammerman as well uh, up in the 152-pound preliminaries too. So, yes, don't uh, sell Devin Deem short. If he's able to get by uh, Rakovic there in the uh, preliminary matchup, Jacob Bennett will definitely have his hands full coming up in the uh, quarterfinals uh, with that one. But yes, you've got Newton, Bennett, and Ammerman uh, from the coverage area there in the 152-pound uh, bracket. And then looking down at the bottom of the bracket, you've got uh, Zach Stafersky of Athens. He will take on Matty Kohler of Line Mountain. If uh, Stafersky can win that, he will advance on to the quarterfinals where he will take on second-seeded Troy Johnson of Central Columbia. Now to 160 pounds where Jacob Turner of Troy will find himself as the four seed. He will get the winner of Riley Heim of Line Mountain and Cade Drick of Montgomery. Uh, the third seed of this bracket is Bryant Green of Tawanda. Green will take on the winner of Brian Long of Shimokin or Isaac Corey of Montoursville. Now for Green, this is uh, you know a great draw to have to the uh, quarterfinals. However, uh, you know the preliminary matchup coming into him 
not very favorable as Isaac Corey has been one of the dominant 160 pounders all season long. I mean, he's had some battles uh, with Nolan Lear, who's actually the top seed of this bracket. So uh, for Bryant Green, I mean, he's going to have to do some good film study this week because Isaac Corey is going to be one of those uh, tough kids to beat at 160 pounds, and that's who he more than likely will see come the quarterfinals. Now for Northeast Bradford's Jack Shumway, he will take on Stephen Reeder of Bloomsburg, who's a 27-7 and junior. If Shumway can get by that, he would then take on uh, Southern Columbia's Gavin Garcia, who comes in as the two-seed at 160 pounds. Now on to 170 pounds, where Canton's Timmy Ward will sit as the third seed in this 170-pound bracket, where he will then face the winner of uh, Sam Crawford of Warrior Run, or Shane Widener of Mount Carmel. So Ward as the three seed getting a bye to the quarterfinals, awaiting the winner of Crawford and Widener. Also in this 170-pound bracket, uh, Mason Woodward of Troy, the 16 and 15 freshman, will take on Robert Wickham of Columbia Montour Votech, who's a sophomore at 17 and 6. Uh, the Woodward Wickham winner will take on the uh, second seeded Kale Krebs of Montoursville. Now, if Ward and Krebs are able to meet up in the semifinals, this will be the second tilt between these two. Of course, Krebs winning the uh, first bout between these two. I believe uh, Krebs won 8 nothing in their first stint. Now, in the uh, top half, of this 170-pound bracket. Sullivan County's Herm Harney comes in as the fourth seed. He will get a bye to the quarterfinals as well. He will take on the winner of Muncie's Ethan Gush or Milton's Avon Ayala. And on the other preliminary side, it'll be Will Bowen of Tawanda taking on South Williamsport's Lane Lusk. Winner of that matchup will take on top-seeded Cade Lynn from Southern Columbia. So that's where we sit in the 170-pound bracket. On we go to 182 two pounds where it will be uh, Troy's Edward Cole who will be in a preliminary round matchup he will take on South Williamsport's Sam Hostrander if Cole can win that he will then take on uh, top seeded Tyler Waltman of Southern Columbia the juniors 23 and 7 and the top seed at 182 pounds now other NTL action uh, in this bracket Derek Atherteneely of Canton comes in as the fourth seed Atherteneely the junior 26 and 10 he gets a bye to the uh, quarterfinals as well. He will take on the winner of preliminary action between Brady Cromley of Lewisburg and Tristan Ditzler of Muncie who's 18 and 18. On to the other side of the bracket where uh, Athens's Alex West will come in as the third seed in the 182 pound bracket where West will take on uh, the preliminary winners of either Ben Marino of Montgomery or Jacob Feast of Line Mountain. Now for West, uh, he's kind of in the uh, same scenario. I was telling you about about a little bit ago there back at the 160-pound bracket uh, with Bryant Green of Tawanda West. Yes, nice to get a bye to the uh, quarterfinals on the same token. Uh, you've got a really tough preliminary draw coming into you as well as more than likely you are going to meet up with uh, Line Mountain's Jacob Feast and Feast, one of the top 182-pounders not only in District 4 but also the state as well. So Alex West definitely going to have those wrestling shoes uh, laced up for a potential uh, big quarterfinal matchup coming up as well on uh, Friday night. Now, of course, other action uh, in the NTL. Why losing Zach Schaefer rounds out the 182-pound bracket. The junior, 19 and 13 on the season. He will face Danville senior uh, Michael Cook Stahl, who's 21 and 10. Winner of that matchup uh, will then go to the quarterfinals to take on second-seeded Dylan Bennett of Montoursville, as the junior is 30 and 0 for the Warriors this season. 195 pounds where Canton's Garrett Storch comes in as the second seed. The senior 32-4. and four. He will await a uh, quarterfinal round matchup as he will await the preliminary results of uh, South Williamsport's Jake Casella and Mount Carmel's Damon Backus. Uh, both of those guys will battle in preliminary action. Uh, Mikey Sips of Williamson, he will be in preliminary action as well as the sophomore will take on Dominic Breedy of Line Mountain. 
If Sips is able to win that, he would then take on third-seeded Dylan Devlin of Central Columbia. The junior comes into that action 24-5. and On to the top half of the bracket at 195, where Clay Watkins of Tawanda, the junior, 24-10. and He'll be in preliminary action against Milton's Nathan Rausch. Uh, Rausch this season, 22-10 and as the sophomore. If Watkins can win that, he will take on Muncie's Bailey Hadzalinikolov, uh, who is the uh, fourth seed uh, at 195. And then Ben Pernicelli of Athens, uh, the junior, comes in 21-12. and 12. He will take on Montoursville junior Caleb Moser in preliminary round action. If Pernicelli wins that, he will advance on to the quarterfinals to take on top-seeded and state-top-ranked Gage Garcia at 195 pounds in the quarterfinals there. Alright, let's roll on to 220 pounds here of this district preview. In the uh, Northern Tier League, you've got Trevor Williams of Canton he comes in as the third seed, the senior, 27-7 and seven on the season. He will await preliminary round action in the quarterfinals as Williams will await the winner of Brent Minch of Milton, the senior, 20-18, and 18, or Zach Paust of Benton, who is 27-8. Another tough draw here for an NTL wrestler as uh, Zach Paust of Benton, one of the top 220-pounders in District 4, and uh, Paust definitely uh, going to be uh, one of those tough outs in this uh, District 4 tournament. So Williams uh, getting a tough quarterfinal round draw uh, with Zach Paust uh, potentially coming to him at 220 pounds. On to the other uh, side of the bracket now uh, where it is Jackson Chilson of Wyalusing, the senior there, 26-4. and four. He awaits the uh, preliminary round action of Hayden Robbins of Hughesville, who's a junior, 15-10, and 10, or Quinton Doan of Mifflinburg, who's 23-10. and 10. Jackson will take on the winner of that action in the quarterfinals. And also uh, Williamson's Cade Sada he will take on uh, Caster Sauer of Midwest in the uh, preliminary action. If Sadalano is able to win, he would advance on to take on top-seeded Cameron Wood of Montoursville. Wood, the senior, 37-3 and on the year. Then uh, another NTL action uh, in this bracket as well. Alex Perez of Tawanda, the junior, 19-12 and on the season. He'll take on Logan McWilliams of Central Columbia in his preliminary round match. The junior there, 16-10 and if Perez is able to win. Win. He would then take on Southern Columbia's Max Tillett in the quarterfinal round uh, later the night on uh, Friday. And then, of course, uh, we go to uh, the final bracket, which is the 285-pound bracket, where the NTL will have Dawson Brown. Brown will come in as the two-seed here for the uh, Northeast Bradford Panthers. Brown, the senior, 26-2 and two on the season. He will await uh, quarterfinal round action between Muncie's Cale Hembury and Milton's Nevin Rouch. Uh, of course, uh, Rouch, 32-5 and five as a senior. Hembury, a senior as well, 25-11 and 11 on the season. If I had to guess, I would uh, say Brown more than likely uh, looking at a tilt with Roush there uh, in the quarterfinal round action. Of course, uh, onward, upwards a little more in the bracket. Logan Chaplowski of North Penn Liberty. He will take on Emmanuel Ulrich of Mifflinburg. Ulrich comes in as a freshman, 27-7 and on the season. Winner of that one will take on Hughesville's Caleb Burkhart, who's the three seed in this bracket. Burkhart, a junior, 23-6. and Upward in the bracket as well, Aaron Aaron Hurlt of Tawanda, the 22 and 12 senior. He gets ready for a battle with uh, Gunnar Trimbley or Gunnar Tribley, I should say, of Meadowbrook Christian. Now, Tribley came in as one of the more touted freshmen uh, in this year's PA Power Wrestling's uh, incoming freshman. So, Hurlt definitely going to have his hands full uh, with Tribley. If Hurlt's able to get past uh, Tribley, he's going to be able to face top seeded Lear Quinton of Southern Columbia. Quinton, of course, 31 and 7 on the year as well. And and then uh, in the other preliminary action from the NTL, Keegan Brond of Athens, the 25-10 and 10 senior. He will take on Hunter Minig of Mount Carmel. Minig comes in uh, with a record of 12-16. and 16. So Brond uh, hoping to advance on to the quarterfinals where he would then take on fourth-seeded Alex Eveland from uh, Central Columbia, the junior there, 24-8. Uh, 
on the season. So as you can tell, a very big representation from the Northern Tier League in the District 4 tournament this week. Now, how will uh, everything shake out? Well, I guess we will uh, wait and see by the end of uh, this weekend's tournament. But uh, if you are going down, remember, action starts on Friday night at the District 4 tournament. They're going to do the preliminary round, quarterfinals, and first round consolations starting on Friday night. That will be done Friday night starting at 5 o'clock is when wrestling action will begin. And then, of course, uh, they will flip the action to Saturday morning where elimination action will start at 8.30 uh, with the uh, second round of consolations at the District 4 tournament. So, yes, make sure if you're going down, Friday night action starts at 5 o'clock. Saturday morning action the next day starts at 8.30. And, of course, uh, hope to see you there to uh, enjoy a lot of uh, great wrestling action this weekend. So we've covered uh, the District 4 wrestling tournament. We've covered the District 4 basketball brackets. I told you it was going to be a very jam-packed week full of uh, information uh, coming at you this week. So hopefully, uh, you know, we uh, survive this week and get ready to go uh, for another week uh, after this one's completed. But yes, it's going to be a busy week for me for sure. So uh, if you missed out earlier, let me quickly give you just the rundown of what's on my plate this week. District 4 basketball action coming your way Tuesday night. I'll have the Sullivan County double header girls and boys action on Tuesday on Wiggle 100. Then on Wednesday, it's off to Northeast Bradford as the Panthers and Warriors will tangle in boys basketball action. That'll be 7 o'clock Wednesday night on Wiggle. And then Thursday night, it's off to Hughesville as the Troy Trojan boys will tussle with the Hughesville Spartans. I'll have that game on Wiggle at 7 o'clock. Friday night right now, that schedule's kind of open, waiting to see results uh, from uh, Tuesday night. We'll see if uh, something gets plugged in there on Friday, but right now that's kind of open. And then, of course, on Saturday, it'll be wrestling coverage live from the Magic Dome in Williamsport. I'll have the championship finals for you coming up at 6 o'clock. Now, if you are planning on coming for any of the other uh, finals action, okay, just quickly, wrestling uh, fifth and sixth place bouts will be 4 o'clock on Saturday night. For, uh, third and fourth place bouts will be 445. Hall of Fame is scheduled for 530. Parade of Champions 545. And then the championship finals, which will be the only coverage we'll have on Wiggle 100. Those will start at 6 o'clock. So just quickly giving you uh, that Saturday night schedule as well. Uh, for the second session down in Williamsport uh, for the District 4 Wrestling Tournament. But again, I uh, want to quickly thank uh, Brian Miller, the Athens Lady Wildcats head basketball coach, for joining me this week here on the NTL Now podcast. And again, a big thank you to all the listeners for tuning in this week and enjoying uh, yet another great listen. So folks, have yourselves a great week. Get out and enjoy a lot of District 4 basketball and wrestling action. And I'll be back next week to recap it all right here on the NTL Now podcast. Have yourselves a great week. Thanks for listening. I'm Shane Wilbur. You've been tuned in to the NTL Now podcast. As always, an exclusive production of Mansfield University, Endless Mountains, Brayson Mobility, and Circle W Sports. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Thank you for listening to the Northern Tier League Now podcast, an exclusive production of Circle W Sports, Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, and Mansfield University.